Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Space Explored podcast. I am uh, Seth Kierkowski, as always. Uh, and then with me is Jared Sanders. Hey, Jared. Yo, what's going on? What's going Dude, on, guys? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a day. It depends. I don't know. It depends on how you feel about uh, the, the decision made by NASA. It's either you're ecstatic about it. Right. Or right, right. you're like super upset. Um, yeah. So pretty much jumping right uh, into it huh <laughs> i we gotta we just gotta you know it's it's one yeah of those, it's it's just it's we've been talking about it. we always gotta do the first segment Arnold's quick uh, back. real quick i just want to do a programming reminder and update sorry for everybody that is usually checking us out on a tuesday uh, we had to move up to monday this week unfortunately that is my fault so i'll take the i'll take the l on that one uh but yeah i just want to thank everybody for tuning in and uh, now I'll let you get back to your rant. Go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> yeah, we're we're just we're having a rule. We'll be fine. But uh, yeah, we're back to our first segment, Artist One Update, because uh, it's it's a it's a big one today. I think last week we were wondering yeah, whether or not they were going to cancel the launch on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. And obviously, uh, what we joked about last week is we're obviously not at the press site doing right a podcast <laughs> this week. Not this uh, time. Yeah, so. <laughs> By the end of the week, NASA pretty much scrapped any attempt of a, a launch on Tuesday. They were like still on Thursday. They were like still going to do like dual, like they said, parallel operations for launch and for rollback. Um, and then they were going to like kind of they kept kicking the decision. They were like, "Yeah, we need to make a decision on rollback no earlier than Saturday morning." And then they like Saturday morning goes, "We're going to make a decision on Sunday." And then, like, Sunday evening came, like, ah, we're going to make a decision on Monday morning. Like, so that required to be on Saturday on Saturday morning was obviously not true. But yeah, which is crazy because I don't I mean, obviously, we're not in we're not completely on the inside there. Right. And I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think in what scenario would call for those like differences in 12 hours or or you know 16 or 18 hours or whatever the, the window so, they're sort of given them it was kind of a it was kind of a weird i think it was kind of a weird scenario they were in because they kind of already like gave the go the roll back they just didn't like, they didn't right. get the go and like actually moving it backwards so i think they just kind of like did everything they were going to do if they gave the go the rollback they um sunday by sunday afternoon they already had the crawler underneath the um SLS on the uh underneath the rocket and so mm-hmm. every six hours there's a new weather report and i think they would they met like almost every like in the morning and afternoons like on each day to talk about the new report um and friday the saturday it kind of like was going west or like north northish west of of like in the state so it's going more towards the panhandle it was kind of weird because the european models were like very consistent on it hitting tampa mm-hmm. and the uh noah models were all like split between the panhandle and tampa and so like it was kind of this weird like they don't if they're just looking at the noah model like it's kind of like you're only looking at like a third making a decision of like a third of the data not even mm-hmm. third, like a quarter of the data probably and uh they eventually it came um sunday it started all of a sudden moving all the east monday morning it came it's it's going to tampa um so i actually have the let me add in our my screen here for um for our, our, our model here so like yep it's if you're watching the video sorry if guys, you're watching you're the video yeah <laughs> like it, it's 
you can see it's going pretty much right now dead and you know almost into St. St. Petersburg, um, just yep. off of Tampa. Uh, and while no, it's not directly hitting the Space Coast, a lot of that front edge of the hurricane is relatively strong. The tail end's usually the weaker portion. Um, not necessarily, but for the most part. Uh, and so that's going to be a lot of wind still, a lot of rain yep. um, on SLS. SLS has already gone through a lot of rain already. Um, and I'm sure putting it through the amount of rain that a hurricane is going to be bringing is probably not the greatest. So they eventually... Sure. Uh, and the, as, I mean, the wind, man. I mean, we're talking about a something that's not bolted directly to the ground like a building would be right so like... yeah i mean they have they, they talked about <laughs> on their on their on their briefing that uh it was kind of the way they put it was a little confusing i wish they gave more information they said um that on the pad sls can withstand up uh, wind gusts of up to like 74 knots which is hurricane uh a hurricane sustained at about 74 knots um and then on uh, rollback that's limited to sustained winds of 40 knots so i'm like mm. okay so what's the wind gusts and sustained winds that can like, they kind of like right. gave you only like half the information uh but like they were kind of like they, they gave a little bit of information that like yeah it could probably if you're only talking about like tropical storm winds you, it could probably be fine wind wise on the pad and i'm kind of sitting i'm like okay so tropical storm winds come through and it's like you know 40 knots now you're like stuck on the pad. <laughs> like you can't move it. So we were all just like really yep. kind of confused. And we can look at like some wind data or whatnot. But like, I mean, like this is, uh, if you look at the the weather report, there's these colors of like the percentage of, of choices of, uh, of wind. And it's been getting more and more towards almost covering the entire state. As actually this point, it's covering the entire state of Florida. Um, yep. Like it's, uh, that's for like everything's it, before it's been like super more towards the east. Now everything's covering the entire state. So um, that's rolling back tonight at 11 p.m. They finally made a decision on that, and that pretty much foregoes a launch attempt on a, on the second. By that easily does that, and mid uh, mid to late October is also probably unlikely because they're gonna. They stated if they roll back, they'll change out the batteries and retest it. Yeah, that, so that would be a few weeks, that. probably yep. for the whole process, especially inspections and stuff <laughs> like that, um, and then a rollback out. So, although they did, apparently, um, the NASA administrator in in some interview or some statement later earlier today stated that early November is available, which I didn't know that was a window. Um, to uh, for to my understanding, the only two windows available is october 17th through the 31st and then november 12th through the 27th i don't know if the 12th it's early november that's i don't know what his terminology is on that one I, you could yeah. technically consider that early november maybe he's would, saying before halfway through the month before that's the halfway through, not halfway through. <laughs> yeah i, I under, that technically makes sense i that was yeah. technically correct um but so maybe that's what he means by early november um but yeah so november 12th through the 27th um, is after October um, is their next window. And then it goes into December, which is the 9th through the 23rd, even though they say the 23rd is not a launch. I think it's like the 23rd you can't launch on, so I don't know why they keep it in the window, but technically the 9th to the 22nd. Um, so that that's pretty much it for, for Artemis 1. Um, so you can probably probably won't hear much from us about it for a, for a while now. And so, until the Yeah, maybe in a couple of weeks we'll just give like a little update here or there, but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We're, you're, we're, if you're if you're getting tired of Artemis news in the podcast, uh, 
you're, perfect you're, timing. You're perfect timing. We're no, we're going to be t- yeah. uh, not talking about uh, Artemis perfect for a while. Timing. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I, I mean, yeah. Go. I was going to say, go ahead and jump into the sort of the rest of the weather update. Yeah, weather-wise, I mean, well, weather-wise, yeah, it's it's you know it's feeling pretty rough. Uh, if you're down there in Florida right now, especially in that on that Gulf Coast mm-hmm. uh, with the hurricane hitting, so um, if you live in that area, I know there's already some evacuation orders uh, in place um, along that coast. So uh, yep. stay safe out there. So yeah, which also just kind of delays a lot of the other launches that were sort of scheduled right behind that too, or during Artemis, right? So yeah, so yeah. It's gonna uh, the I haven't seen the latest weather report. Uh, I know there's a, I think there's a Starlink launch coming up soon. I think there was one today. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm totally, totally crazy. I don't know what launches are going on anymore, but uh crew, int- it would be interesting to see uh crew five and how that works out because um, they need, like, like we talked about last week, they need good weather all the way up into almost yeah. to the, uh, to the British Isles. So that, that kind of yeah. like, and I would imagine they're going to be even obviously more careful with that being that it's a manned mission, you know, there's, there's going to be crew on board. So it's definitely stakes a little bit higher than a batch of satellites. Oh yeah. So they're, yeah, they're going to, um, they're, gonna, yeah, they, they've, they, they don't even like mess around with, uh, with, uh, delaying those launches on, uh, on crew recovery uh grounds because i need enough spots for for crew but uh i'm looking at an unofficial schedule and it looks like the next launch in general no matter which company you want to talk is september 30th so yeah i think it's uh, probably starlink right or front that... of, yeah, uh no that's a U- ula really i forgot oh so, is ula yeah. oh, okay ses um, 20 and 21 so okay cool awesome i but that might be unofficial. Like I said, this is not okay. the data I'm looking at is not like super official. <laughs> right. uh, speaking of ULA and the original Big Orange Rocket, uh, it's yep. on its way out. We're we're we're, we're ushering uh, one Big Orange Rocket out for an even bigger Orange Rocket. And... Orange Rocket. <laughs> so uh, you probably don't know the jet casual people probably don't know what I'm talking about. The Delta Four Heavy is pretty much the little brother. Well. It's the older brother, but like if the younger brother had a growth spurt, pretty much, uh, and now is now taller than his older brother. Uh, that's kind of how, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. how that is, and it's bigger and stronger. The Delta Four Heavy is pretty much, pretty much take a, a, a space shuttle technology and turn it into an expendable launch vehicle. They took RS twenty um, RS twenty fives, and I think they're now RS sixty eights. I think what they're called, and they're like pretty much a dumbed down spatial engine that uses liquid hydrogen, liquid oxygen, um, and it's a pretty big. Uh, it's actually uh, until this, uh, the Falcon Heavy came along, it was the most powerful rocket, and it's, of course that's launched. It was launched by United Launch Alliance. Uh, let me quickly restart the video because they have some nice, cool uh, ULA likes to have their nice little launch updates, and they're all all super pretty with their out there in Vandenberg. This yep. was the final launch of the Delta IV Heavy uh, from Vandenberg Space Force Base. There's there was only three launches left after, um, including this one. Um, now there's only two, and those are both taking place um from the uh from the space coast and fun fact about this pad that they use out there on uh um out in california this was uh, originally supposed to be for the space shuttle uh for classified dod missions until mm-hmm. uh, post challenger uh kind of scrapped a lot of the ambitions that they had for that um so but all that uh all that kind of like hardware that's out there that the buildings that they use were all built for the shuttle um, and yep. that's used for the Delta Four Heavy, which 
Uh, it's uh, ULA CEO Tori Bruno calls it the most metal rocket because it practically lights itself on fire. In case you're wondering That's what happens cool. when you have a lot, a lot of hydrogen around your rocket, uh, the reason why we talk <laughs> about leaks so much is so important is that the Delta IV Heavy is designed to burn off the excess hydrogen that leaks around it. Um, the SLS is not. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, they, they anticipate yeah. uh, the big fireball that, around the Delta IV Heavy. And I'm sad I didn't think it's yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. This looked. I watched a bunch of the coverage from all the various press outlets and photographers, and um, it looks awesome. And I've actually never got to see one in person, so I'm looking forward to hopefully catching the two that are uh, coming awesome. here out of the Space Coast. I've only seen it's one. massive. It's massive. Yep. I've uh, I, I attempted to go see. I, I've attempted to see two. I was successful for one. That was Parker's Solar Probe, 2018, I think. Um, and I attempted to go see I don't know, maybe twenty nine. I don't remember. Maybe twenty nineteen. I don't know. Uh, I attempted to go see NRL forty four, which uh, our colleague Daryl Sausaber reminded me how much he got to see of that because he got to go see <laughs> it, and uh, I did not because I was in Texas for SN eight, and we were driving over. I, I, I complain about it every time it's on the show. We bring it up on the show. Not a bad trade off. Yeah, I got to I got to go to like three of his scrubs, um, but didn't get to go see it launch. Like it was like I was delayed for like months at a time too. It was like it was like it got delayed a bunch of times, and they got okay, we're just gonna redo this GSE, um, the ground service yep. equipment, because that was an issue on all the scrubs. And like, all right, we're just gonna like delay a few months. They update all the stuff over in, in California too, and now, now they've had pretty good um, pretty good luck launching these rockets. Jared, oh, Jared's chiming in saying you could have made it. I could I. Jared, stop gaslighting me. I guess I could have made it. All right. <laughs> yes, I know I could have made it, but Zach had to stop at his house. I understand. Um, <laughs> I know we don't either go into this story every single time we uh, we do it, especially when he's not here to defend himself. Um, but uh, if you don't know what the Delta Four Heavy Mechanic launches, uh, same with us. We don't know either. It's not our. We're not hot paid enough, and we don't have classification uh, security clearance for it. Um, Delta Four Heavy pretty much launches. The, uh, the biggest, baddest satellites um, for the National Reconnaissance Office. Um, about once a year, there's usually one. I don't remember if there was... Yeah, I think there was one last year as well. Um, it, it's not a very frequently used uh, rocket. Quite expensive. Uh, but it does... Mm -hmm. It was it was the king of its day uh, for a while uh, until, until SpaceX came and dethroned it. So, sad to see that thing go. Yeah. So. But it's cool. It's cool. That means that, you know, we're on to bigger and more metal rockets. More metal. Hey, called Vulcan. More, more sci-fi. So that's 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 what yeah, uh, ULA go. is replacing this. It's uh, it's going with the Vulcan rocket, which yep. uh, you've probably heard about uh, in the news a lot. We're still waiting on seeing that thing launch, but that's replacing uh, both Atlas V and Delta IV. Um, so <sighs> going on to another launch this week was MS uh, MS twenty two, uh, which was a uh, Soyuz launch from. Uh, of course, from Russia. Uh, and this was the first time that we've actually, uh, since MS-18, which happened in 2021, April 2021, uh, was that we had an astronaut launch on board. So this is kind of a whole weird relation, you know, kind of like history is that, you know, back in the, the space shuttle, we would use the Russian Soyuz to launch, but we would trade seats between the shuttle and Soyuz. And when the shuttle retired, we started paying them. That contract ended when we had a uh, SpaceX get certified the launch crew. And now the deal is back on that we can trade seats. So 
uh, on this flight was NASA astronaut Frank, uh, Frank Rubio. Uh, that was its first space flight. And so he's launching alongside two other cosmonauts to the ISS for six months and, you know, return on the Soyuz um, and come back. And uh, coming up on Crew 5 next year, we'll have, uh, I'm going to, I think I know how to pronounce her last name, Anna Kinkina, I think is how you pronounce her name. No idea. Um, and she's a cosmonaut from Russia. She'll be launching on Crew 5. They'll be the first cosmonaut to launch on a dragon. So uh, super cool to see um, yeah. this kind of this kind of stuff come up. Now back, you know, have it be back uh, for the time because the ISS was kind of a really big, a really big component to to for the ties between Russia and, and the United States. Yep. Of course, there's there's all the stuff going on now, you know, outside of space that's making that tougher. Um, but at least in space, we get to have inside. Kind of it's actually inside of space. It's not outside. Okay, ten- <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Out, outside uh, of the space industry, inside. <laughs> there we everything. go. Technically, everything's inside space. Um, so, uh, but yeah. Speaking so of being inside space, yep. <laughs> um, completely off topic, but I just thought this was cool news. So anybody out there that's into just astronomy and stargazing and uh, just looking up at the night sky and wondering what is up there tonight, actually, uh, Jupiter is going to be closer than it has been in almost 60 years. And we have a nice little article up on the site right now you can check out but if you're out and you have a clear view you can actually see it you should be able to see it um with your eyes obviously if you have it, binoculars telescope or yeah yeah it'd be bright, bright it'd be pretty bright tonight it is uh, i think yeah. it's supposed to be the brightest thing other than the moon out there tonight so um if yeah, you're missing it cool. you gotta you just either gotta wait a little bit longer for it to come off the horizon or look yep. somewhere else because it should be it should be pretty pretty obvious yeah and if you need help finding it um there's a couple apps on the app store android or iphone that you can go out there and check out and there's uh, all kinds of cool stargazing apps that you can check out to help you find it so yeah that should be pretty cool just wanted to throw that little tidbit in there for tonight i i will be out there i don't have a telescope um i was supposed to have a telescope and then i gave it off to someone else to <laughs> review um and so I, I gave it up but um no i was i, I so funny. yeah just good look of it it's gonna be super bright We'll see you again probably for another like what 60, yeah. 40, 50 years, probably I think it is. So yep. I'll be uh hopefully I have plenty of telescopes by that point to see it. So I'll start saving my money. <laughs> yeah, I'm just hoping there's no too there's not too much cloud cover tonight. Maybe I can uh hopefully Ooh. spot it. Yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't look at see what the I mean it'll be like this for a couple of days. Uh it's not gonna be yeah. like a one yeah. night thing. It'll be a couple of days. So right, uh, right, right. Just hopefully once once in uh in the next couple of days you'll have some uh, clear skies. You you might have some trouble yep. with that hurricane, but um and I and usually it's cloudy up here anyway. So, but uh for our our biggest story this week tonight, well it certainly hasn't happened yet. Uh, it's happening tonight. Uh and that's a Dart uh, NASA's uh, NASA's Dart um mission. Explain what and Dart is real quick. Give a uh, just like Dart history is as NASA put it their Hollywood moment. I don't know exactly when that started it's popping up. It's life weird. imitating art, right? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> uh, NASA's come up with some like, like some lines that like I have no idea where they come up with, and they kind of also go like, I don't know. Media started using it, so we started using it. So like, let's say they with the uh, Mega Moon rocket, they started using that, and they're just like, oh well, like we started seeing it in, in the in the media, so we started using it. Well, like who this started this like in the media? Yeah, like we don't even know like who came up with Mega Moon Rocket Media Side. So how did you guys know who came up with it? 
And so uh, I don't know when, when the Hollywood moment came up, but pretty much it happens in like every, it's like it's it's a tale of all this time. An asteroid come and, and impacts the, the earth and we have nothing to do with it. Um, what's the most recent movie? What was it? Don't look up, right? It's the most recent one that does this. Yeah, there's um, that one. What was it? Moon, Moonfall, which is the moon Moonfall. coming closer to the art wall. That one makes a bunch no, of other that, weird stuff in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it happens all. The, yeah, maybe maybe we need this for the moon. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, you're right. Don't look up is probably the best. Armageddon is probably the one that everybody knows. Right? Armageddon, That's yes, deep impact. Go. Those two are like the, yep. the the like brother so, and sister of like, oh my god. There isn't a so to be clarified, there isn't an asteroid that that's threatening us right now. Um, there are Correct. asteroids that do that are close, um, but they haven't, there's nothing that's been determined to be a threat. This is like a test to see like if they can do it. So like for once, we're not like so like they're trying to like they they've learned from the movies. Preventative. Uh, yeah, they've learned from the movies. Hey, well, all these movies <laughs> that we don't know how to do this, so maybe we should like figure it out. Um, and so <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's what it so, is, but. Expect Bruce Willis to fly <laughs> with with Ben Affleck to fly to the moon and drill into this uh, asteroid. Pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much what's happening. So uh, a small little uh, air, uh, spacecraft is uh, launched back in November, and it's going to this uh, kind of this, this small little system. Uh, the the may uh, the the bigger object's called Didymos, um, and then the little moon's called Dimo- Dimorphos. Um, I'm sure yep. if I got those backwards, I'm sure Jared will correct me in the chat soon. Um, I know they both start with D's. So pretty much what's going to happen is that this uh, this craft is going to crash into this smaller uh, moon. And so it's going to cause yep. a very slight change in that smaller uh, moon, you know, little moon's orbit around its parent. The parent is two yep. asteroids that are in that system. They're going to like, it's going to change in that little orbit um, compared to this crashing into a, a normal asteroid. Because this is going to be much easier. Um, it's going to be much easier to uh, to uh, to like calculate. Yeah, think of it like on a pool table, right? And you're just like like one pool ball's bouncing off of something, and then you know you hit the cue ball and just kind of bing, just kind of scrape by it, and mm-hmm. it changes its little direction. Um, and yeah, they and there's a there's a really cool podcast that uh, Neil. Uh, Grass Tyson just put out talking about it where they interviewed one of the uh, scientists working on it. And, um, you know, there's a ton of great like Armageddon jokes in there as well. But, uh, but yeah, they, they talk about how basically this is, they're just shooting something literally at the surface of it just to push it mm-hmm. off its course just enough. Yeah. And uh, there's going to be photos. There's like a little cube set that comes off of it and, and kind of takes some photos. There's going to be, um, yeah, uh, I, I know there's a few streams out there going to be tonight. Um, I don't. I was looking around before the show just to make sure I could find them all. Uh, I, I really, I couldn't even find a press release that stated it. I knew there was. I knew was, there was a press release that stated it was going to happen, but they didn't link to it. So um, there's going to be like one. Uh, I think it's. Just, I think it's for the media channel or whatever. There's going to be mm-hmm. a stream that's just going to be going back, um, beaming back images, no commentary, no nothing, and eventually it's going to go black, which is impact. Yeah. Um, and then there's going to be like a, a more a normal, uh, you know, like full on commentated, hosted uh, coverage tonight. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, it's about like seven ish p.m. Uh, seven forty five, I think p.m. Uh, Eastern is when they're going to do the is the impact supposed to happen. I'm sure it's like relatively close ish when it's going to happen, and I'm sure there's going to be like a delay because this is not this is quite far away, a couple million miles um, if I yeah uh, uh, away from from Earth. So uh, expect something similar to. 
the landing of, of uh, Perseverance, uh, where you're looking in a control room and some images, and then stuff and happens. And people jumping and you, up and down. And then you wait for a little <laughs> bit, and then everyone jumps up and down. Yeah. That's pretty much how this stuff goes. So. Yeah, I know one of the big things that they were looking forward to is just seeing some of the imagery because this is like, I think, some of the, the closest they've been able to um, look at an asteroid, obviously, because it's going to be like right on top of it before it impacts. So I know that they're really looking forward to just studying some of the imagery that they're going to get back. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is like a really cool thing. Again, it's, it's sort of like uh, life imitating art. And um, the technology that I think is going into it is pretty cool, right? Because it's all autopiloted. Um, you know, going, you know, whatever light speed or speed it's actually going. So there's a ton of like cool tech that's going into it as well. Yeah. It, there's a lot, there's not a lot of things that NASA does anymore that like, I mean, NASA does a lot of cool things. It's like, it's just wh- who finds it cool. Um, and so like right. this morning when I woke up, there's, there's a lot of things going on. That, like I know that I was super excited for, but no one cares about like, right. Artemis rolling back is a huge deal. Like that's a huge, huge deal that they're rolling back this rock. That's going to delay it for for a long time. Uh, but I woke up this morning and no one could care a lot. No one cared about that. Like no one. I mean, yeah. when I went to the gym this morning, I mean, it was, they think it's it was just a, news. a car going into the garage, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, when when that news kind of went up, like it then made it to the National Atlas. But I woke up this morning to go to the gym and work out, and they have, of course, like all the major um, networks on the TV shows, and like it wasn't all happening at once. But it was like, oh, CNN's talking about Dart, Fox is talking about Dart oh there's this msnbc talking about dart like it was like just cbs thought i was talking about like they all were talking about uh, today's show stuff talking about like it was like every single individually every single uh, major network had had dart up there with their science uh uh reporters and and, and like experts on there uh, to talk about so there's not not a lot of times where you see that where every single major news network is like is is talking about this thing and it's getting ready getting yeah. the the general public excited about it i'm sure also some people probably terrified that NASA actually has a planetary defense officer, um, <laughs> no, which I did. I, I started watching that the Neil deGrasse. Thing. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I remember them announcing that like a while back that I had that. I kind of totally forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah, so that happens tonight. So if you guys are, are by the time you're listening to this, probably it's probably already happened. If you're watching us now, um, keep an eye on uh, on social media for for streams and when coverage begins so it's gonna be super excited yeah yeah all right ready ready for some hot takes yeah so maybe i'll go first because mine kind of piggybacks off of dart uh two hot takes because i just thought of one on the fly here who's a better uh nasa administrator billy bob thornton in armageddon or the current staff (laughs) <laughs> just kidding that's not actually a hot take <laughs> or is it or is it the NASA administrator from don't look up <laughs> oh yeah who's yeah, the yeah, worst yeah. who's the worst I don't know yeah. I'm going for the worst <laughs> well Billy Bob definitely play, he he definitely plays it up right he's got he's got the, the southern accent and like he's he's like full on he probably mm. did a little bit of uh, method acting following a couple of the uh, old NASA administrators <laughs> he just, like, he just emailed the administrator hey can I follow you around for like a week yeah, yeah. No context. It's kind of follow, uh, follow along. Yeah. But. So anyway, yeah, that's not that's not the real hot take, but I just thought that'd be funny. But anyway, so the dart thing is definitely cool, and obviously we have no idea. You know, I mean, they, obviously it's calculated, but how? You know, it's still sort of like all on paper until it actually happens, right? Do we think there are any lasting effects 
long-term, and I'm talking about like long, long-term, that this is going to cause like a ripple in the ethos of space, meaning like this is like the butterfly effect, right? We hit this thing and next thing you know, like it was supposed to be on this on this particular trajectory or orbit, orbit mm-hmm. and ne- next thing you know, like now we've messed with it and now we've caused like some crazy ripple effect and we've actually made things yeah. worse in the future. <laughs> I- Probably not worse, but yeah, no, I, I didn't think about like, okay, like we're slowing it down, like the 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 moon that we're hitting is slowing down slightly. Mm-hmm. So like in a million years, like yeah. maybe all of a sudden now the moon like loses its orbit to crash into the thing, which messes up its orbit, yeah. which like maybe then hits another thing. And then like, <laughs> like that. Yeah, I'm just saying as humans, we don't tend to think out a lot of things sometimes that far. So I just want to throw well, that out there, you know? Like. I'm sure people have thought about this a lot. Yeah. But like, yeah, it's like interesting. It's like, I wonder, I wonder how that orbit's going to look in like a million years. And I'm sure they've modeled it. Right. Uh, so it's probably yeah, going to be interesting course. or different. But <laughs> I know yeah. the answer. Someone's going to like chat us or, or tweet us and say, because math. So I already know because it's coming. Math. But. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> math. So. Yeah, no, that's no, that's a it's a fun thought to think of, like if if we can actually, is it possible to actually like change orbit enough to like bring? I mean, that's the whole thought about about you know mining of asteroids is how do we bring mm-hmm. it to Earth? You know, um, yeah. you know, down. I, I feel like those uh, near Earth asteroids will probably be the the first targets because they're already close enough to Earth. You don't really right. You have to. I mean, you have to change it enough, but like you can you can eventually like it, you don't have to worry about moving it so far. So. Um, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, my opinion, hot take, it's something that mostly was it was talked about a lot between all the different reporters on Twitter this week, mm-hmm. um, leading up to the decision to roll back Artemis One. And I don't think we, we don't have an answer because it's not something that's going to be publicly talked about by by anyone. They're usually employees and, and managers are pretty well either coached to have a, a statement or just won't talk about it. Um, and that is pretty much the. You know, did, was is there enough time for employees now with the rollback being tonight and storm arrivals over the next twenty four or the forty eight hours in some parts yeah. of uh, of Florida? Um, do all the employees who who had to be a part of launch preparations and now rollout um, have enough time to prepare for the storm? And a lot of people were super upset with NASA. A lot of people were kind of like, "Listen, like you know, they they they're not." dumb which i think it's probably a fair thing like i'm sure the people who were preparing for the launch you know they they got that thrown out around i think it was saturday or something like that um mm-hmm. i'm sure they had plenty of time to kind of like get supplies but we've all been um uh we've all been i've been in florida for four years you've lived in florida for a long time like we all know how that works like if you don't yeah. get your supplies five or six you know five or four days ahead of the the storm coming like you're not you're probably not going to get much. Yeah, uh, yeah you're going to yep. be eating, eating some interesting food if the power goes out and you have no stuff. <laughs> yeah, finding, yeah, I mean, obviously, gas, bread, gas is always a problem. Gas, if you want to. Oh leave, wait, your new yeah. hot take on on chicken patties. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I I needed something to eat real quick, and I'm like, there's not much to eat in my house, like real quick. I mean, it's like we, we've gone away from like crappy food. And like, but like, we still have this like old bag of like chicken patties we just had forever. We have like no bread in the house. And so, if you just think about it, listen, a chicken patty is just a really big chicken nugget. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of a five piece, you just get one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> so uh yeah i was kicking in chick flays off yeah. yeah the whole thing Jump, um jumping back in it's a super i've had some weird things as a yeah i mean there's some it was a hurricane my last hurricane i went to before i moved back to wisconsin it was like I'm eating non bread, like pita bread yeah. with like peanut butter and jelly because I couldn't find normal bread before I for hurricane came. Um, yeah. So I uh, hopefully they did. Hopefully everyone will be fine. Hopefully uh, NASA has supplies that they can also share out to the people who are working last minute because there's going to be a lot of people. Um, pretty much when we roll out like tomorrow morning at like six eight p.m. Uh, six eight yep. a.m. It's going to be like working that even later than that. It's probably going to be till like end of day Tuesday. It's going to be a lot of people still working before um, they move into a state at the center where you know employees can't come on. I know Hurricane they call it Hurricane uh, for like their levels of hurricane readiness is a three is expected the to come out. Lamborghini. Yeah, they stated uh, there, there could be a possibility that like you know that happening sometime tomorrow where certain yep. individuals can't come on base. So. Um, I, and then this is going to graduate from there until um, they get to the point where the base is, is shut down. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, that's kind of how that's going to work out. And I'm sure there's going to be people there during the storm as well. Um, plenty of individuals yeah. are going to be there making sure things are, are, are going well and going okay. But yeah, yeah all, I, all jokes aside, it's yeah, it's definitely it's, a pan, it's a serious time and people do panic. And, you know, unfortunately, like sometimes the hype is real. Mm-hmm. And um, it is a very serious situation, you know, as much as sort of like everybody that lives here jokes, you know, like everybody else looking in on Florida is like, oh, my God, I hope everything's OK when everybody's, you know, kind of here partying. That's always usually the joke. But mm-hmm. um, but, in you know, we've obviously had some really tragic disasters, you know, um, in the past. And no matter what type or level it is, you know, there's usually something that doesn't, you know, uh, doesn't hold up or go well, you know, power, power loss is always a big thing, right? Flooding, mm-hmm. those are the, usually the two biggest things that affect most people. Um, and power loss with power loss comes, you know, that's when your food starts to go bad and maybe you don't have water access, you know? So those are the things that usually cause the most amount of problems. Um, and it's, it's not as, you know, like most structures here now, if they've been built in, you know, a recent time, they're, they're built like in the past, like two or three decades. Yeah. Ago. Yep. And even infrastructure, you know, now everything is, start, they're trying to push everything underground for like power and, um, but still like, you know, it's, it's, you know, unfortunately it's like a real thing. And for the families and the people that are sort of working uh, during this time, no matter if you're in the space program or not, you know, we definitely are wishing the best for you and your loved ones. So yeah, uh, of course, if you're in the area, keep uh, keep it on your local weather. Uh, if not, yeah. I'm sure Weather Channel will have some great graphics. <laughs> yeah, but definitely stay stay up with the local news. Stay up with the local news. Do, if you want like some actual like there's people down there are really really awesome and they know their stuff. Coverage. They, yeah, yeah. Uh, weather Channel is for us Northerners up here that that don't have to worry about it and uh, want some yeah. cool green screen effects. So. Um, uh, <laughs> best i could do with that so it's like espn for weather pretty much and i (laughs) and i love every moment of it uh side fact by the way we're talking about neil deGrasse i forgot i have a ticket to go see him uh come january i think so he's coming in he's actually it's funny they call him lectures which is weird because i know it's gonna be a comedy stand-up like it's just yeah yeah, like the whole point where you talk about like oh we're just we're just gonna dig down into sci-fi movies so i actually now have to probably watch a bunch of sci-fi movies that i have not seen um which I'm not going to list. I'm not going to list them out loud because some of them are really big names 
um, some of them are names that we have talked about on the stream to like right now uh, that I have not seen and I now need to see them. So, uh, so I, I can like sit there and, and like actually understand what he's talking about because otherwise well, I'll have what no you clue. can do is while Florida's going through the hurricane, you can turn your lights off and pretend like the power's out and just use your iPad and just you know like make sure you got to download <laughs> the movies first. Sit in my basement, yeah. Download yeah. them. Turn, I just unplug my my, my router. Yeah, eat, like, eat a, <laughs> pop open a can of beans, grab a bottle of water, and there you go. No, you man, feel like you're spaghettios, dude. Cold spaghettios. <laughs> there um, you go. So, no protein, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you get you get the spaghettios of Frank's, dude. So you get your protein. Oh, true. Um, okay, okay. So that's all it for uh, for this week's episode of the Space Forward Podcast. Uh, of course, you can listen to us on all the major uh, streaming podcasts as well as on our YouTube channel. And then uh, you can also uh, find us on, at spaceexplored.com as well. We'll be back uh, every week on a live stream, on, usually on Tuesdays, sometimes on Wednesdays, sometimes on Mondays. It depends on our schedules. And uh, preferably on Tuesdays. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Seth Kirk, S-E-T-H-K-U-R-K. And you can follow Jared at? At Hyperlight, H-Y-P-R-L-Y-T-E. And we'll see you guys all next week. Cool. Peace.